and you're listening to episode 12 of Dreamer. That was dramatic. I know. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Um, if I sound a little bit quiet right now, it's because I moved into a new place. So, like, this is the first episode I am actually recording in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I moved to Columbus. I did it. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, I haven't done much, honestly. It's been a it's been an awkward ride for me so far. It's only been like two weeks. So yeah, two weeks of that and then um I've really just been kind of in my room, just like chilling. Because I don't know anyone. So yeah. Hope you're doing good guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I hope you had a great fourth of July and I hope my topic today interests you because today I'm talking about politics. Well, really, gun control, school shootings. Yeah, so let's get started. So I wanted to first um, introduce, like, you know, what gun control is. So basically, there are different sides to it, and people just say, I want more rules, and some people say, I want less rules. Some people say, are in the middle. So, yeah, it's definitely become a nice little uh, debate that's gone throughout the at least the Twitter world, I don't know what's happening in, like, Washington. I don't pay much attention. But when I broke it down, I saw um, I saw two conflicts that were happening. It was emotional attachment versus emotional fear slash don't care about them. Don't care about the guns. So, you know, usually when you fight, you use, you use two physical objects, whether it's your fist or two guns or two swords. I... You can't fight with two things that aren't there. So emotional attachment, instead of them saying that when they debate it, they say how many people actually go hunt, how many people are buying guns, how much is helping the economy, the interest level, uh, gun shows. So how many people are interested? That's attachment. Fear, how many deaths? That really is how you describe your fear. You tell them how many deaths. So that's why the school shooting got brought up a lot. And a bunch of people just don't care. I'm one of those people. I could care less if guns are outlawed. I would never buy one. I've never even held a gun. But, you know, a lot of people do like to hunt. And I don't really blame an object on the actual event. But, um, yeah, first I want to start with the um, school shootings. I just want to give you all perspective. So there were 23 school shootings in 2018. 23. That's a lot. That's a lot. Now... What if I told you 15 of them were accidental or they weren't the school shooting scene? They weren't the guy walking in with a duffel bag and the all black, you know, attire and he's just ready to destroy everyone. A lot of them were after football games, gang violence, parents, um, even one, they were on a bus and the bullet went through the window. It was completely unrelated. Um, Some of them happened just near the school. It's just between people. So all these were counted as school shootings. So that kind of like messed me up. And I was like, that's not fair. So there was eight that were intentional. I want to torture. I want to I wanna wreak havoc on top of this school. So yeah. Um, the worst being Parkland, of course, followed by Santa Fe, and then Marshall County. Um, yeah, those are some sad. 29 total people were lost um, between those three. And, yeah, those really, like, shook up society. But I still wanted to ask, though, is that enough reason 
too strict in guns. Think about it. Um, let's go to Parkland. So, Nicholas Cruz, this guy was, um, he was messed up. He was messed up. He was autistic, depression, anxiety. Um, this guy needed help. And he got sent to schools a lot for that. And for him to be, like, been able to purchase the weapon, that, like, that throws me off. That throws me off. You know? Um, and it's sad, you know, because he, for himself, he got bullied. And now he's kind of, he's, he's seen as this awful guy. And he did awful things. But man, he was messed up in his head. And it, it would have been nice for him to have some help before the event happened. You know, like, I think that would have been a better estimate of uh, how many lives could have been saved. So, um, yeah, Marshall County, this guy just seemed a little bit evil. I'm not going to lie to you. This guy seemed like he just wanted to wreak havoc. He claimed he wasn't bullied. And, yeah, that's that. Um, Santa Fe claimed bullying. He did say he got bullied. So, I want, I brought that up first just to remind people that, um, the way you treat people matters, okay? I know guns, you can argue rules for days, but there have been, I know in Columbine, the shooter, I don't know which one, but he didn't shoot this specific guy, and they had him on this documentary, and the guy said, oh, it's because, um, yeah, he just liked me. I was always nice to him. So I found that really powerful because, you know, just don't be an ass. Whatever happens, happens, but make sure your conscience is clear. So next I wanted to actually get into, like, the gun control, like, what's happening. So, uh, yeah, I was watching that demographic, or no, democratic, <laughs> go me, democratic um, debate. And um, I heard ban all guns, my back, from Eric Swalwell and Andrew Yang, he said one time, um, living without them is not a reality. You can't live without them. I think he meant handguns, though. Um, Avin, Avrin? Arvin, yeah, Arvin Vora, he said remove all restrictions. But he's a libertarian, or she. I don't know. I got those quotes from the internet. What I wanted to pay attention to when I was watching that debate was, there was, there was like 20 Democrat, uh, Democratic uh, candidates, and all of them... All of them kind of agree with each other, and all of them seem to be kind of friends in a way. But um, what it looks like is they have all, all of them have a canvas, right? And all of them have a bucket of paint. That paint is the same color between every single candidate on the Democratic Party. And what they do, they try to paint you a picture with the same color as the next guy. But the picture will be different, and you just have to like their picture. And if, if that makes sense, I hope it does. But really, they're in it for their own game, too. They're just platforming off a Democrat, Democratic Party. It gives them a nice platform. And, um, you know, I wanted to bring up as well the awareness side of it. I didn't want to spend too much time on this, but I did find it kind of weird that we only have five gun registries in the U.S. And then only three that collect gun gun sales, like the data from how much that makes. So Michigan, New Jersey, Washington are the only ones that um, collect gun sales. 
and the registries are California, District of Columbia, Hawaii, Maryland, and NYU. That was university, but NY City. Um, so yeah, like I wouldn't. There ha- there has to be there has to be more awareness. Like as as voters, as people who are, um, we're told that we we get to make the decisions. We live in a democracy. I mean, without registries, without informing ourselves of data, I don't see how we vote for people and not know what we're doing. I've always been one. I said it in class one time, and it was kind of crazy. But I thought to be able to vote, I think you should be able to take a test. I think you'd have like not anyone should be able to vote. I don't vote because I don't want to waste their time, and I don't want to waste mine. There is no um, if there's no knowledge when I go in there. Why am I going to lean towards a side that I don't know anything about? Doesn't matter. And this isn't a, um, this isn't a, I heard, like, um, country people, they're known as yees, as teenagers call them. Or, I don't know if you count me as a teenager, but my little, um, I don't know, age group, I guess. So, yeah, when I, when I think of guns, I think of yees, I think of cowboys and all that, but I'm like, it really isn't about that. Because if you look at it, I went on this really biased website. And it was for gun laws to be um, less restrictive. So it ranked states on their um, their laws. So if you got a five, you had the less restrictive side of things. And if you had a one, you're too strict. So fives were Mississippi, Maine, Missouri, Vermont, New Hampshire, and more. But I just listed five. And then one stars were like California, New Jersey, uh, New York, four stars, Texas, Tennessee, Utah, two star, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry. I can't. Massachusetts. Forget it. I'm done. Uh, Minnesota and Illinois wraps up a two-star, three-star in Michigan, Arkansas, and Oregon. So it really does go all over the place. And um, honestly, the only way we expect change in gun laws is just more deaths. Deaths is the evidence. It's the data. It's the um, it's the propelling fuel. It's the fuel that you know fuels the debate. So. You know, Howard uh, Schultz, or I don't know even know his name, but he's the CEO of Starbucks and stuff. He said there is a median between the middle. Um, I don't think we're ever going to be happy with what we have. I think that in order for us to just calm the situation down, there's going to, I would, honestly, if I was the president, I'd, I'd instruct a group of people to make a set of laws that are kind of in the middle and then sign it and it has to go, it has to be on for at least 100 years. Because no matter what decision you make, someone's going to be unhappy. So what you have to do, you have to make the decision to move on. You know, you just got to move on. You got to live with the consequences. And I feel like issues come up by the minute. So if you're still on one and there is a way to just deal with it, and it might get some uproar, but people get tired of screaming. So eventually people will shut up. Um, I don't know if you can make it legal for a hundred years, make that like mandatory, but the whole premise of politics and debating an issue as it comes up and then using that issue as the platform to why you get elected, that is why I think we have not been able to find whatever um, whatever making America great again looks like. You know, whatever that, and I'm not talking about Donald Trump's little thing but in general what makes america great and until like we can agree on some stuff 
we can say America is the greatest country, which we really, I, I think it is. I love it. But like, you have to own that. And the only way you own it is, is the way you treat, you know, your fellow Americans and the way you vibe with them. And if we are vibing, I mean, who cares about the acting job we do globally? I mean, internally, it should just hurt us. We should feel like we want to be more in it, of like in agreement with each other so we can, I don't know, just live happier, you know? So yeah, that's my two cents on that. Um, I wanted to provide some perspective on school shootings because honestly, they were a little bit um, exaggerated, but I don't want to say that offensively, but if you say, if you tell me there's 23 school shootings and I can only count three that were major, were multiple and multiple people got injured, you know, you should include that in your speech. I, you know, I, I don't like, um, I don't like when someone, that's called duping the population. I don't want to get duped. So, yes. More registries, please. Um, make an agreement on it and stick to it. There's a lot of other problems, you know, you could go into a thousand in just like 10 seconds. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. solve the problem, get it done. I don't know what progress, but yeah, that was my opinion. That was two cents. It was pretty cool to talk about it. It was pretty cool to research it too. Actually get to get to know all this stuff. I realized the golden rule of treat others the way you want to be treated does not exist in politics. So, yeah, that was a good life lesson for me. Um, yeah, I love you guys. I'll see y'all next week. Or, I don't know what I'm going to have next episode actually. So, I'll just surprise y'all. Love y'all. Take care. Peace out.